way. Shit. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 158, Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. It is hot. It is getting hot outside. This weather has been... It, we just need Stupid. consistency. We Stupid. need a nice gradual climb before it just gets hot as shit. It was like 50 it, it degrees is, last week, and now it's like 90. It was 40 like two weeks ago. Yeah, stupid. It was like 40 degrees two weeks ago. Now it's 82 degrees outside. I don't even want to go outside anymore, but I have to work out outside because all the gyms are still closed, which is I, fine. I'm not saying they should be open, but they're still closed. I think a lot of people who live in New England, because people for the, don't know that's where we are, love living in New England for like the seasons and all that stuff. But man, fuck, Mother Nature lately doesn't know up from down. This is Mother stupid. Nature, the past couple years, has it's just snowed like, in the spring. The spring's been awful. When did we get snow? Was it April or May? Yeah, it was April. April got snow. snow in April. Then it got warm. Then it went down to like 40s and 50s. I'm outside. I had a fire over the weekend. Memorial Day weekend. It was like 40 at like 9 o'clock at night when I was having a fire. And then well, now it's like 90. Remember remember that old March thing? People like March comes in. I think was it March comes in like a lion out like a lamb. That yeah. is just not even close to true. That is just not even close to being remotely true, at least in New England. Because March comes in like an asshole and fucking leaves like an asshole. And yep. then April's fine. April's like, okay, April's rainy. It's kind of, it's pretty miserable. Well, I think we all April- expect April to be a crappy month because it's what makes spring. Like, we expect rain and right. just cooler weather, but, but April, not cold like snow. I think you. I think collectively people can say this. April might be the worst month of the year. I don't know. It is shit every year. Every yeah. single year. It's cold. It's wet. It's rainy. At least like January, about March February. Too. Yeah, but even March like and January, April suck. The first quarter of the year sucks. Well, my so birthday's in the first quarter of the year, so like. So I it's mine. Yeah, it doesn't. Suck. You're both. Yeah, the first quarter of the year, especially 2020, has been the worst. Well, this year's stupid because pandemics don't shouldn't exist. Pandemics. We were almost in World War Three. 2020 has been a wild ride. Did you see those stories about the rats in New York City? Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody somebody quote tweeted that on uh somebody quote tweeted that and they were like June's fighter has arrived. Listen, if rats <laughs> start attacking us and if rats, rats start going after the people of New York City, we just have to quit. We gotta we got give rats up and here. killer hornets. That's what we got going on. Rats and killer hornets. It's great. We absolutely have to have contact with somebody like 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 Area 51 or whatever, because rumor has it that Area 51 isn't even at Area 51 anymore. Now that's just a cover-up. There are a lot, Conspiracies around Area 51 are crazy. But we have to have a contact with some kind of alien. We got to give them a call. If if rats start attacking and start biting us, we got to give those guys a call and be like, hey, guys, we'll sell Earth. We'll trade. We just got to we gotta get out of here. <laughs> We're done with this. I just want a fast-forward button. Can we just skip to like the end of this year even well actually no i i want to fast forward to july so i can have my kid like watch my kid be bored and then we can and then we can fast i don't want to skip over that and then we can fast forward to like december and just be done with this year i'm over it. do you fuck, fuck do 2020 fast forward to your kid if you fast forward a couple years you don't you have to go through the baby poop phase oh we can do that too that if you want just skip to oh, terrible twos it really isn't a good skip to 13 fuck it we'll just go to a teenager screw her screw her childhood having a kid sounds miserable oh i can't wait i'm so excited yeah, you're probably excited now, but every single like 
I having a kid, it just doesn't sound fun. Like I like having my dog. Well, you're just some, I have two dogs and I still want a kid. You're just a miserable prick who hasn't grown up yet. That's what it is. Yeah, do you think I want to have a little shitty baby running around? Yes, you do. You want a little kids. poop diaper baby? No, I don't want that. Especially now, in the future, sure. But yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not mature enough and old enough to have a baby poop in his pants here. If that baby poops his pants. I'm not gonna want to change it. Come, come I July and August. My kid wanna. will make an appearance here on the podcast. You have to watch the video to see her, but she'll make it. She'll make an appearance. Yeah, but on a separate Skype screen so we can have a, a three-way Skype call. But she's just going to have to sit there in the desk chair by herself with a microphone in front of her face. I like it. I like <laughs> it. We found our third All host. Right. She's, in, she's in the womb. Weekly dump. There's not much. There's there not much. much. There's, it's still dead. It's, it's, and now we're getting into, like, at least this year, though, if sports do come back, which we're going to talk about, the dog days of summer won't really exist. Because yeah, there's going to be gonna stuff going like, on. Yeah, there's going to be it's hockey. Been, there's going to hopefully be basketball. We've been going through the dog days of spring to make summer now. Summer, that's basically what we've been doing. Yeah, which, I mean, hey, if it wasn't for this, though, we'd still be waiting for the Last Dance documentary. Yep, we that wasn't supposed to come out till next month, I don't think. Weekly dump. Russell Wilson says that he would love to have Antonio Brown as a Seattle Seahawk, which let me say this. If the Seahawks manage to get DK Metcalf and Antonio Brown on the same squad, that and Tyler Lockett, they should be the NFC favorites for the Super Bowl. I think they'll be better than them the in Saints. New Orleans. Them in the Saints, though. I think they'll be better than the Bucks. That is oh, going God. to be guys. People are overrating the Bucks. I'm sorry. I know Tom Brady's on the they, team. That but... offense is going to be good. Yeah, but is the defense good? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess you got <laughs> Gronk hasn't played score. football in a year. Guys, Gronk hasn't played football in like Gronk's over a year. Gronk's not going to be good next year. Like we no. we have to accept that he's not going to be good. And next I don't year. think and I don't think Bray's going to be as good as people expect him to be. Like he's going to be fine. He'll get his numbers, but like, is he going to be what we've seen over the course of the twenty years of the Patriots? No, because no, it's not the offense. But he looks old for one. He looks terrible for what he we're used to seeing Tom. He doesn't look terrible <laughs> this, for his age. This guy leaves New England and we're just like, fuck him. No, <laughs> this guy look, looks old as shit. He looks great for his age. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean he looks old for it. Like, he looks old compared to what we're used to seeing. Is Tom Brady really going to come out in the new offense, non-Bill Belichick, says that he's been in for 20 years, and just all of a sudden be good? No. This isn't a good idea for him. And this isn't even a Tom Brady show, but – this is not going to be good for him because if the Patriots have success with this difficult schedule at all, and if at he, all, 10 yeah, wins and, and it's he's like, oh, like crap. Eh, if he's eh, people are yeah. just going to say all of this was Bill Belichick. This was yeah. not a good move for Brady. It's it's I'm intrigued. I want the season to happen like fully because I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. The NHL announced on Tuesday that they will be abandoning the rest of the regular season. We'll head, we'll head straight to the playoffs with a 2014 format, which let me say this. If you didn't make the playoffs, you suck. <laughs> you got, I saw Dude, the Canadians saw, are in. Like the Canadians made it. My buddy is. I've got a buddy who's a New Jersey Devils fan. Uh, reluctantly, get in. he hates it. Yeah. He hates his life. And they didn't make it in. And he saw somebody tweet, and he just he, he was like, I saw somebody tweet that the Devils got screwed, and he was like, How? They suck. They just they did not get screwed. They just stink. Well, the thing that screwed over the Bruins the most is the top four have to play. I mean, like, they have, they get to play so, games, which is good, but their top four teams have to play for seeding for one through four. The Bruins were by far the best team. They won the President's Cup. Yeah, they get, I, I mean, don't they like gave that. They the trophy. 
So like, why can't they just be the one seed? Yeah. So the That's so it. the top four teams in each conference: the Bruins, Tampa Bay, uh, Washington, Philly, St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas will play separate round robin tournaments to determine seeding in the first round. They will have a regular season overtime and shootout rules. The other 16 teams will play best of five play in series. The winners of those will advance to the regular 16 team Stanley Cup playoff bracket. So yeah, you're right. If the Bruins lose the number one seed because of a shootout, Bullshit. I will shoot myself in the face. It's stupid and because they suck at shootouts, and that doesn't change. And you no, watch yeah, how this team's done. <laughs> they are by far the best team. Pasternak was the first person ever to win the Rocket Award, or tied, because him and Ovechkin had the same number of goals for the year. Like, the Bruins are getting screwed if they don't get the one seed. Now, granted, look, they're in the playoffs. It's fine. I'm happy they get to play games because initially when I first saw it, I, I didn't realize at first that they were going to get to play games at all. I thought they were just going to get a bye and then have the first game they play in the first round I, against I the team that's already been playing. So I'm like, well, that's stupid because they haven't played in months. And you're going to throw them into the playoffs. Like at least, So at least this way, Nick, they're in. We know they're in. And they're going to play some games regardless to get their legs back underneath them. So I'm happy about that. But the fact that it's for seeding is kind of BS because if the Philadelphia Flyers become the one seed because of dumb luck, that's stupid. If the yeah, like if the Lightning somehow squeak in, like that's, that's going to be annoying. Whatever. But I'll accept it. Except but yeah, you're right. Team. If the Bruins, if the Bruins end up dropping down, that will be bullshit. Bullshit. That the best will team be in the league. They are hands yes. down the best team in the league. The MLB's owners put out a BS offer to the players where they are taking massive pay cuts to their already prorated salaries. We're going to talk about that because Jared doesn't agree more with the BS part. The more money that you make, the higher percentage of a pay cut that you will take. Uh, the owners are trying to make the players look selfish, which we're going to get into, which is that is that's my take on it. But Jeff Passan, if you guys haven't if you guys don't really understand what's happening in this case with. Uh, the money with the prorated salaries, with the with the percentage pay cuts. Uh, Jeff Passan made a thread last night and just bombarded Twitter, which was great. The potential salary cuts here. So full year, they would be making five hundred sixty three point five thousand dollars. The proposal, they people who made that much would make two hundred sixty two thousand dollars. And then one million four hundred thirty four thousand. And then if you go all the way up to about the Mike Trout range. $35 million players would be making $7.84 million. So just that's that's a little bit of the breakdown. We'll get more into detail about that later. And Marcus Stroman tweeted after all that came out on Tuesday, this season is not looking promising, keeping the mind and body ready regardless. Time to dive into some life after baseball projects. Hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. Brighter times are made ahead. So not an optimistic tweet from Marcus Stroman. But Jared, you know what time it is? Well, it's, it's the end of the weekly dump. About. It's the end of the weekly dump. So pew, Which pew, means... bang, bang. Time to talk about our pals over at Manscaped. And oh, me and you, you, so you texted me yesterday. We have both received the Weed Whacker, which is a nose and ear hair trimmer. It's yep. phenomenal. Jared texted me yesterday telling me that he got the Weed Whacker. I I sent him a text back that was very unenthusiastic because I was like, like an idiot. Like, I thought he was talking about like a, a weed whacker, like an outdoor thing. I was like, okay, sick, Jared. Love you, buddy. But I, we, what, give what am I supposed to do with that information? What am I supposed to do with the fact that you got a weed whacker? But no, he got the nose and ear hair trimmer, the weed whack for Manscaped. Guys, this thing is phenomenal. If you are doing any, if you're, I'm an Italian man. I know a lot of Portuguese people. I'm from Southeast Massachusetts. A lot of Portuguese people. They're hairy people too. 
They need everybody who has hair in in their ears and in their nose that they have to get rid of. Use the weed whacker. Buy this from Manscaped. This thing is perfect. It is smooth. If you guys don't have this and you do use nose and ear hair trimmers, that is very difficult to say, ear hair trimmers. If you guys do that, buy this, purchase this. It is so perfect. Guys, support for today's episode comes from Manscaped. Manscaped has the right tools to get the job done quickly, safely, and hygienically. Father's Day is just around the corner, and you probably need a gift for your hairy-ass dad, your dad's hairy ass. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Perfect Package. You know what they say, like father, like son. And you guessed it, my dad, also an Italian man. Guys, my dad, hairy man, I don't know about Jared's father. But a lot of her dads, especially as they get older, they hit middle age. They are hairy. You guys have to buy them the perfect package 3.0. And if you if you love them, if you give a shit about your dad, if you care about them, you have to buy them the perfect package 3.0. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming. They have forever changed the grooming game, and we mean forever, with their perfect package 3.0. The perfect package 3.0 by Manscaped is the number one recommended gift all year long, not just for Father's Day, but all year long. You guys can buy this for your father for Christmas, too. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 water-resistant cordless body hair trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Manscaped only uses the best ingredients, so you have only the best experience. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents on any part of your body. Harry Chester back. Look no further, guys. We've got the solution here. Stop imagining your dad has it covered because he probably doesn't. The 7,000 RPM trimmer has helped prevent manscaping accidents around the world. Inside of the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant and Moisturizer, the Crop Reviver Refreshing Spray, and Reduced Chafing Athletic Boxer Briefs, which, guys, let me tell you, I wear those to work out. I've got two pairs, and they are phenomenal. Thick thighs over here, and I do not get chafed when I wear those things. They're amazing. Subscribe to the Perfect Package and get a new replacement blade refill for your Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Delivered to your door every three months. Make sure that your trimmer always stays hygienic and clean. This is the perfect package for you and your dad's perfect package. For a limited time, that's right, we're talking about your dad's balls. For a limited time, subscribers get a free gift, the Shed Travel Bag $39 value. For all the females listening, you'll appreciate this part. Manscaped products are cruelty-free, paraben-free. Don't know what that means, but um, um, maybe maybe women do. Dye-free and vegan. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code COUCHGUY20. That is C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y 20 at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the best tools for the job. Guys, listen up. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code COUCHGUY20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code COUCHGUY, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y 20. It's dad bod season, guys. I'm the king of the dad bod. I've had dad bods since before they were cool. And it's time to make your dad bod nice and smooth. Manscaped.com, code COUCHGUY20. All right, so first topic of the day, first main topic is the match 2.0. And it was cool. We don't have to get into it too long because it's a golf match. My one thing that I had a hey, problem. Hey, don't be hating on golf. Hey, no. Don't be hating on golf. Don't well, do no. Listen. Listen. My don't one thing sports. with it. I love. Listen. I'm, I like golf. Okay. I don't love golf. I like it. One thing that they should have done because this isn't a. This wasn't a classic golf match. And 
golf is a lot like baseball where it has a lot of old people in it who refuse to let the young people adapt and make it cool and to bring in a bigger mm-hmm. bit, bit fan base. That's just the facts. One thing that they could have done here was get a broadcasting team that wasn't going to treat it like a regular golf match. Like, they were a little fun, but why couldn't you bring in a guy like, I don't know, like a guy like Pat McAfee? Like, bring in the energy. We're sitting here watching four guys golf. Like, bring in the energy. Like This, yeah, isn't, this isn't the Masters. Like, like, get the energy levels up. Yeah, that's the one thing about, and I, and I don't know, like, I don't know how much say, like, Tiger and Phil had in this, but, like, one thing for me, and one, it's nice to have them mic'd up, and I think, one, I think the PGA Tour should consider having these guys mic'd up, especially when they come great. back during the pandemic, because there's no fans, so, like, it's another element that we can add to it to make it interesting, but when you look at the situation of the broadcast, they treated it like they could, they were going to be able to jump around. Cause like a normal broadcast, for those of you who don't watch golf, they broadcast the whole tournament. So they, someone takes a shot, they jump to another hole. So there's always a shot going on, but like in this format, there isn't cause it's just literally falling around a foursome. So there's no energy. There's no transition. So yeah, I mean the golf carts were cool. The cameras in there were cool. And it was fun to watch. Like there were the, the, the talk between like Peyton and Tom, it was cool on the driving range, right? You got that little insight, like how Peyton was going to bring in like Eli or Nick Foles to caddy and, and all that kind of stuff. So like, you, you, that stuff was cool, but you're right. The broadcast was very dull. It was very much a golf broadcast, which in this kind of setting, you really shouldn't have because, like, if no, I was them, just was get the foreplay guys. And, you, you get the foreplay guys from Barstool on the on the helm here and let them walk around with microphones and interview these guys because how much fun would that be? That would be electric, but the the, the old people in golf just wouldn't have like, it. They wouldn't like allow Justin it Thomas, they, they hate stuff like that. Like, their idea of fun was to bring Justin Thomas on and have him. Yeah. Which I like Justin Thomas as a golfer, but he doesn't have a personality to be a broadcaster. No, and you you don't need like you don't need a golfer out there. Again, Pat McAfee, get Pat McAfee out on the course, and he they probably couldn't do that because this is a TNT broadcast. But get Pat McAfee or somebody like that out on the course and talking to these guys, interview these guys, keep the energy levels up. Having Charles Barkley was cool, but that was the biggest downfall of the whole thing. I think it was still really good. It was still fun to watch, but. That between that and the rain sucked. I know they couldn't do anything about the rain, but the rain did suck. I wish it was like nice out, and then maybe that would have helped Tom Brady's golf game because Tom sucked. Sucked. <laughs> he had one nice shot when they when he bird, when he um, eagled. When that he was a beautiful out shot. But yeah, other so than that, but speaking like, of that, their graphics showed that it would have been an eagle, but then they said it was a birdie. So I don't even know if Tom eagled or birdied that. Um, I called I it birdie I when I tweeted it. But um, I thought I heard them call it a birdie, too. But it it showed it as an eagle. Well, if it was the second shot on a par four, it was an eagle. I just yeah, I, I only watched the highlight. I didn't see that part of the – I was. I, it was a though. third shot. Their graphic showed third shot on a five on a, a par five. A par five? Oh, then it was an eagle. Yeah. I Yeah, I think. But then they called it – I don't know. Maybe the graphic was wrong. I'm not sure. But whatever. That was the, yeah, yeah, that was the best shot of the day. But Tom sucked. <laughs> Tom, Tom was so bad. If you're a golf fan, though, and you watch that, the one great thing you take away from that is Tiger looked good. Like, yeah, Tiger's yeah. game, he looked good. Yeah, you know, I'm stoked for him to get back. Like, Because, like, they're coming back. Like, the PGA Tour starts in a few weeks back up again. Um, and they have, except for the one overseas, they have all the majors scheduled out. Like, the back half of this year, they have golf tournaments coming. He's going to play. He looks good. I'm excited. I'm a Tiger guy. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Dude, another, another thing about it, though, is, like, Peyton – Peyton needs to get on TV. He just keeps refusing. ESPN yeah. offers 
massive deal. But Peyton is so funny. If it's if you're a Patriots so fan and still like, hating on, if you if you're a Patriots fan, I get why as a player you hated Peyton Manning, but you really couldn't because Tom beat him all the time. But like as a personality, I've always loved his commercials. That's number one. Even when he was a player, that dude knows how to get on a microphone. Like that's who Monday Night Football. I know they made a big. Actually, Monday Night Football made a big offer to Pat McAfee. I think too. But Peyton Manning. I think it was be, after Peyton shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Peyton Manning would be one hell of a broadcaster. Personality. I'd probably like him better than Tony Romo because Tony Romo's a pain in the ass to listen to. Peyton Manning <laughs> should be on TV somewhere. Yeah, and it's it stinks because we watch that we we watch stuff like this. He was so funny during the whole broadcast. And it just it sucks because we don't get to see him on TV often. He's got that show. I think it's called Peyton's Place on ESPN Plus. So he's a, he's technically he's an ESPN employee already. But if you could somehow just get him on TV, whatever whatever broadcast, whatever station ends up getting him on TV, mm-hmm. is going to they they should have the best broadcast going. But what is going to make football phenomenal? Because Tony Romo, take him or leave him. He's fun to listen to sometimes. He's pretty good at his job. Yeah. So you yeah. have him, if you had Peyton on another broadcast, and if you have Pat McAfee on another broadcast, football broadcasts are going to be the best in the business. If you can get those three separate on three separate games, their football is going to be the best to listen to. I agree. But yeah, Peyton, Peyton, Peyton was a better golfer than I thought he was. Um, Tom, worse golfer than I thought he was. Maybe it was his bad day. The rain did suck. So you got to give the, you got to give some uh, some props there. I mean, they had to do it in the rain. But no, you're right. Tiger, go back. To Tiger, Tiger looked good. Yeah, Tiger looked phenomenal. Beast. Yep. Phil and I still love Phil Mickelson. Big Phil Mickelson. Oh, I'll I'll never hate on Phil. I don't care how bad he's playing. I'll always love Phil. All right. So Tom Brady, keeping with the Tom Brady topic. We got the news last week. Man in the Arena nine part series uh, coming out next year on Tom Brady. Tom Brady's getting his own last dance type of documentary with ESPN. Now, we haven't talked about this at all. How do you feel about this? Um, the more I've read about it, the more I'm like, whatever. It's basically going to be a bigger Tom versus time, like essentially because the same producer, <laughs> Chopra, whatever his name is, right? Both, um, got, uh, Gotham, Go- Gotham Chopra. Gotham Chopra. Yeah, that's the got- producer. He did Tom versus time. Gotham Chopra. <laughs> Gotham Chopper, Chopper, whatever. I don't give a fuck because there's no, there's going to be no controversy. He's already come out and said, this isn't his last dance. He's still playing. This is basically going to, this is going to document every Super Bowl run. That's like what the goal is. It's going to be one episode per Super Bowl run is what it sounded like. They're talking about, are they already making excuses for not getting Bill Belichick and not going to, and he's probably not going to be in it. If, if Belichick's not in this thing, massive waste of time. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be worth it. And my biggest problem with this is, regardless like I, I and, and I've seen Gotham Chopra's quotes and he's he's saying things like basically disputing that this isn't like a Michael Jordan last dance thing but he didn't really dispute it well at all because it still sounds like it's going to be a Michael Jordan last dance type style thing where we're just going to be going over his career it's going to be in one of his one of his statements he basically said it was going to take a look over his 20 years Jared his career's not done and it's like funny. we we know we both have talked about that. We don't think Tom's going to be that good in Tampa Bay. We think he's going to take a step back. They're probably going to be pretty good, but we think he's going to take a step back. He's yep. got the weapons to make a potential Super Bowl run. And if this comes out, he's on a two-year deal. So let's say two years from now, he he somehow wills that team, his old ass, his dusty old ass, wills that team to a Super Bowl and they win. The NFL, including the Patriots, because obviously he would win it without the Patriots. 
Are you telling me that in this documentary we're not going to have the record-breaking Super Bowl? Like, why are we putting this out now? Yeah, so basically the way I, when I heard the news, I was like, okay, Tom wants to do this because he wants to close the door with New England. Like, that's my initial gut reaction. He yeah. wants a formal, his controlled goodbye. He wants to mend as many fences with us fans as possible and give insight that we haven't gotten over the years. That's what he's doing. But as soon as you tell me it's to go over the, his 20-year run as a career as a quarterback and all the Super Bowl runs, like you said, what if he goes on another run? He, he what if The he point wins? of him playing still is to win. So, like, if he goes on and wins the Super Bowl, even that, though, they're going through both. So, like, we're going to have episodes about the undefeated season and losing in the Super Bowls. Like, what even if he goes to a Super Bowl and loses, that's something that's going to be missing from this documentary that you're basically admitting when I look at this, I'm like, okay, great. Brady basically admitting that he's not going to win with this team. Like, that's the way I look at this. Like, he's not going to come out and say that, but if they're making a documentary with the success of Brady's career over the course of his 20 years here, he doesn't care about what happens in Tampa Bay. His career is basically over. You might as well be retiring with this documentary is what I'm right. feeling, right? Like, that's what it feels like. I'm like, it feels if like it's retiring. The end of his, it feels like we're going to look at his career, like his whole career. Yeah, his whole which career. Which we're not because it's we not done. Well, we are. We're going to look at the career that we know, right? Like, this is going to come out next year. And so he's going to have, he'll have, if everything goes to plan, he'll have one Tampa Bay season under his belt when we watch this. So yeah. it, it's going to feel, if he does well, it's going to feel like, okay, he said goodbye to New England, but then we're going to miss out on some of the insight from Tampa, which, uh, granted, he might give more insight anyway because he's not under Belichick's reign anymore. But, or if he doesn't play as great and they don't do well this year, like say the first round exit, second round exit in the playoffs, and then we see this documentary, it's like, okay, well, this year doesn't matter. Tampa Bay sucks. 20 years as a Patriot, he's basically retiring and saying goodbye to the league with this documentary. And people are going to forget about his Tampa Bay years. So there's a lot riding on for him come this season one is legacy i don't think it's completely going to tarnish either way but like if he doesn't do well and belichick does like you mentioned earlier that's a huge right sway for belichick but if he doesn't play well this year and then this documentary comes out next year one do as many people watch it and two people are gonna be like oh well this is your goodbye song you're gonna retire or you're gonna suck anyway so i'm just gonna focus on your 20 years and not care about you in tampa anymore plus tv12 is a brand so like there's a lot riding on this first year in tampa because of the timing of all yeah. this so in in going back to what you said about like people are going to forget about the Tampa Bay years, even if he does semi well, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl because I think the NFC is too loaded. Like I said earlier, I think if the Seahawks do manage to get Antonio Brown, that is going to be oh, a wagon. If, of if Tampa was in the East, if Tampa was in the AFC, they'd be right up there with the yeah. Chiefs. Like, oh, yeah, they're a good team. But they're not the NFC just loaded, dude, especially with the Saints right there, too, in the division. You got to play them twice a year like that's He's not in a cupcake division anymore, but just. People are going to forget. I think people, in fairness, I think people are going to forget the Tom Brady in Tampa Bay part of his career anyway. Because, I mean, look at Joe Montana. Joe Montana went to the Chiefs. Joe Montana went to the AFC Championship with the Chiefs. So he had some success. And people never think about him. People, He's a 49er when you think about yeah. it. And the only reason why people remember Peyton as a Broncos is because they won a Super Bowl for him. Like, yeah. he didn't win and he, and he, had, he had some did. really good years there, too. Yeah. But so like if Brady if Brady does really well and wins a Super Bowl, then we'll remember the Tampa years because he put a ring on his finger in Tampa. But if they yeah. don't win a ring, then he's a Patriot. Don't cares about Tampa. I don't care how well you do. You're a Patriot. That's it. Even if he goes to the Super Bowl and loses. Even now, Peyton's really a Colt. Like no one really considers Peyton yeah. Bronco. Like Peyton's Peyton's career cult. is a Colt. He's, he's a Colt. And that's and same thing with Brady. Like Brady's always going to be a Patriot. That's what he is. And if he plays two years in Tampa and wins one of them, he's still a Patriot. What another thing that frustrates me with this is when you part of the reason that I love the Michael Jordan documentary was because like we're we're nineties kids. I was four years old in nineteen ninety-eight. Four. Yeah. 
And I know of Michael Jordan, obviously. I've grown up knowing, okay, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. He was around in my lifetime, I guess. He was playing. I don't remember it, obviously. Yeah, but I was only six. We, yeah, he was still, like, he was there. We know of him. We watched him. And this was kind of like, it felt like this was something for kids, uh, people about our age, who we've grown up with Michael Jordan, the, the, the Jordan shoes and everything. We know of him. But now we actually got to see the details, which was a really cool thing to watch because I didn't we didn't know all the details like right down to him crying after the Father's Day game. We've never had that audio before. We had that audio. So the people who are going to be watching this have already watched Tom Brady do this 20 year career. Something like this. I was hoping that they were going to do in maybe 10 years down the line when he's good and retired. When we're sitting there, when Belichick's retired, we can go back and we can rewatch all this stuff. And they have to do that with the Patriots dynasty overall. Like they absolutely have to, but it's just way too early to be doing this. See, I think, I think, and that's where I think I agree with you in this sense is like, it's too early and they're trying to come out and be like, well, this isn't something like the last dance, right? Like they're playing it off. They're, they're trying to say, well, this is a run. This is just going to go through all the Super Bowls, And if we, to have something like, like the go over the Patriots dynasty and all that stuff, isn't this basically going to cover the Patriots dynasty? If you're covering all the Super Bowl runs, yes, it's basically the Patriots. Now, granted, it's going to be very Tom Brady focused. We know that, but how many details are you going to leave out that are that are dynasty focused? Like, what could you possibly make say in 10 years, 15 years, that won't be in this one? About my problem dynasty. with that is like covering covering the Super Bowls, like you said. My problem with that is like, okay, so we're not going to cover the dynasty, but we're going to cover the Super Bowls, which this is a crazy stat to think about. They went to the Super Bowl in just under half of those half of this past 20 years. They went to yep. nine Super Bowls of 20. Yep. Of 20. That of 20. is insane. Yep. So to I cover agree. that, to say that you're not covering the dynasty, you are. Because you're covering A and plus you're covering the teams that won, which are part of the which are the dynasty. So it's it's way too early to be doing this. They have to come out with a Patriots one down the line because we have to be sitting there middle age and be like, hell yeah, with our stupid kids. Be like, hey, this is the greatest football dynasty of all time. Don't you forget it. You Joe yeah. Schmo motherfucker looking. This kid who is the quarterback for the Patriots now, if he's doing pretty good, he's nothing. This ain't Tom. This ain't Tom Brady. We have to be those old, annoying <laughs> middle aged people who are just shoving it down our kids' throats. We are shoving the Patriots dynasty right down our kids' throats. It's way too early to do it. All right. MLB proposal to the players. We disagree here. It's ass cheeks. It is absolute ass cheeks. So they are already asking the players to take a prorated salary, which I think is fair because you're not going to be playing the entirety of the season. So instead of 162 games, you're going to be playing 82 games starting at the start of July, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The MLB's owner's latest economic plan asks the players to not only take that prorated salary, but then the more that you get paid, the more of a percentage you get shaved off that already prorated salary. So, yep. again, a guy like Mike Trout, who's making, I think, $36, $37 million in a season, he would only be bringing home around 7 to $8 million total, which yep. I know is a lot of money. And it sounds selfish and it sounds stupid to be like, these guys are only taking home that much money. But for the players, I mean, for the, for the owners, who are – a lot of them are billionaires – to be asking the players to do this, it's not genuine because they I think I think that they knew the players would turn this down. And all the owners did, I think this is what the owners did the first time too. 
They're shoving this out to the players, so they reject it. So the owners, so when this season, I'm start, I'm with Marcus Stroman. I'm starting to think that this season's not going to happen. So when the season doesn't happen, the owners can be like, we tried. It was the players. The players yep. didn't want this BS that we threw at them. See, I'm not 100% annoyed with the owner's offer because I think if these guys really wanted to play, it's, it's one year, dude. You guys make a ton of money. It guarantees the contracts of the people who really need it, right? The, the lower income guys in the rosters and the higher income guys can take a bit of a pay cut. Now, granted, I'm with you in the sense of like, dude, you can afford to pay them. Now, I, the owners are trying to sell it. Well, we don't have, we're not going to have fans. We're going to lose a lot of money every day. Like, we're just going to take that cut. Like, that's where we're trying to make the difference up. I guarantee if you really looked at it and did the math, the money they're losing for gates and concessions and all that stuff isn't going to even out and make up for what they're making the players take, like a take out of their paycheck. So I'm with you in the sense of like, I don't think the season's going to happen. They're too far apart. The baseball union sucks because it's really in favor of the studs. Like the players union doesn't favor everybody. It favors the Mike Trouts of the world, Mookie Betts. It does. Guys. No, you're, you're absolutely right. So like the players union isn't actually a real union. It's just, hey, we're going to protect our stars. And if you don't make it, tough luck. We'll, deal, we'll talk to you later. Go find a second job. Minor league baseball already canceled their season. Like minor league baseball isn't happening this year. It already got canned. Baseball, right, major league baseball. Stadium. All right, and now we didn't get a last season at McCoy Stadium. Like that's bullshit. The baseball season's not coming. I'm sorry. They, like, wait, they're this they, far are apart. They moving to Worcester next season or the year after? I thought it, I thought it was next year. I think it is too. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Anyway, baseball's not coming because they're too far apart. It's already going to be what June, July before they even consider it. These other sports are also coming back. NHL's clearly a state. They want to have a run. They're doing that. They announced that they're going to go from end of July, the earliest. Probably till what? September, beginning of September? September? So Probably. Hockey playoffs are long as shit. They're long, and they're not making it any shorter by doing this little pre-playoff run too. So like that's gonna we're gonna end up in at least September. This can roll into the beginning of football season if that starts on time. NBA is gonna try to have the same timeline, and they're talking about doing reseeding one through sixteen. Doesn't matter what conference you're in. Like they're talking about that as a plan. Playing at Disney. Where does baseball fit in there? Like. Baseball is already a dying sport, and they have their own time of the year. No one plays opposite of them except for the MLS, which no one gives a crap about. So you look at baseball. What's better off for baseball? Feuding with your players' union. Your owners look greedy. You pay less. Players are risking everything. Some players aren't going to come. They've already said that. Some players will come and play. Or you just cancel the season. You figure out what's going to happen by next year with all this pandemic. We may have a vaccine by then. 2021 looks better for everybody. And we just have a regular season next year and everyone moves on. Baseball should take the latter. It's better for them as a sport because you know what? Going up against the NBA and the NHL and then probably football, right? You're going to have all four sports going on once September hits. It's not good for baseball. It's not worth it. They're going to lose all that money anyway. It's not good for baseball at all. And no, you're right. Because when they when they are battling against – I was trying to find some 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 tweets from Jeff Passan because Jeff Passan put out a load of tweets last night. You're right because if they have to go up against like the summer is baseball. The summer you this if you crave sports and you're trying to watch sports, you can baseball. pay attention to football training camp and you can pay attention to baseball. That's it. But this year, when you've got the players and you've got the selfish owners feuding against each other, it already makes it unlikable. It's already a sport that needs more hype and more entertainment. No fans in the crowd. It's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough pull. It's going to be tough to figure this I out. I mean, 
Nick, in the, in the great example is like, look at a normal year, right? When you have NHL and NBA playoffs going on when they normally do, right? April, May, and June. When baseball is going on beginning of the year during those normal times, look at look at just Boston. How many people pay attention to the Red Sox until those seasons are done? Not a lot. People no. don't care about Boston Red Sox. People until people jump into the baseball playoff runs you. are over. So exactly. And so unless you're in a city where you don't have good teams, other sports, or you're really in a baseball only city, right? Like like the Mariners, for example. Mariners are going to get attention because they're one of the few teams out there. So, but like the Red Sox. No one's paying attention until June when everyone's done if it's a good run, right? So look at the Celtics, one of the top five teams in the NBA. They're going to have a run. NHL, we've talked about it. The Bruins are the best team in the league. They might win the championship. Fully healthy NHL Boston Bruins making another Stanley Cup run. They've had rest. Like, this is ideal for them. Honestly, if they can get their legs back underneath them. You put that team on and the Celtics on the same night as the Boston Red Sox in July, August. What, What are you watching, Nick? Right? Like, it's stupid to think that baseball can survive with these other sports at the same time when their peak seasons are happening. And think about this. If they can't come to an agreement, their game plan is to start the season at the start of July with a three-week spring training. It's May 27th when we record this right now. That means that you, need you to start have to in two start weeks. spring training in two weeks. In two so weeks. you have to get your shit together in two weeks. And if you can't, then the season's probably dead. And even less than two weeks because you got to give them, you got to have a concrete plan to to give players time to travel. You probably have because you have a week to even get something even close to a deal. Put it in that perspective. It's not getting done. It's not getting done. Like the more we're talking about here, Marcus Stroman is so right. Like it's over. It's done. Just Just talk. Twenty twenty one. Not thinking this was gonna happen. I agree. Marcus Stroman is right. Twenty twenty one. Mookie Betts back to the Red Sox. Alex Cora is coming back. Like that's it. It's done. <laughs> that would be Mookie Betts and Alex Cora come back. Never have a baseball season in Boston that didn't did have see, Alex Cora did, did see, Betts. Oh, beautiful. There, there was a note that Mookie Betts' value on the market apparently is dropping. I forget, I forget where I saw oh, it. Yeah. But, but apparently, catch that it's article just at CouchGuysSports.com. Kevin Verdio. Yeah. It's dropping. So, I, I mean, Alex Cora, I think, is coming back. Like, I don't think that's even a guess. Like, I, I just think it makes too much sense to bring him back. Um, it's just a matter of can you pull Mookie because managers and players contracts are the same, right? Like if this season gets canceled, then they yes. both count. So Alex Cora's suspension Renneke's counts, right? Retire. But Alex Cora's suspension counts for the year, even if they yes. cancel it, right? Yes. So him and Mookie are now both basically free agents. Cora comes back. Mookie comes back on a deal that they probably would have given him if he accepted it anyway, because his value is dropping. Mookie bets back in the lineup. JD can go bye-bye. I don't care because we have Rafi Devers. Ice horse back in the line. I miss watching Michael Chavis hit. That's what I want the season for. I do I too. Watch Michael was, Chavis I think he's going to take a step forward. I think he's going to take a step forward. Had to. He had no choice. Look, Dude, I mean, I'm let's stand right this. now. Next year, we, 2021, World Series champs. Yeah, we talked ourselves into it. Baseball's not coming back. Sorry, right. we we have stuff to pass the time. Jared Sidham and Brian Hoyer, because apparently Brian Hoyer's apparently Brian Hoyer is going to be the starting quarterback now, according to everybody. So that's a thing. And then. Now you have cha- two championship runs. Celtics, we've both said this, are legit contenders. We believe in that fully. And the Bruins, obviously the best team in hockey with the top goal scorer in the league. So, And one of the best goaltenders. Go- actually, the best goalie duo in the league, too. They won that award. So, oh, yeah. Bruins, dude. Stanley Cup champions, 2020. Let's do it. going to be I'm electric. All right. No, cra- no mean, fans in the stands. No butts in the seats. That's, that's mainly the show. Except I, I did want to talk about one more thing real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. 
There is so so just I was just thinking earlier today. There have just been I've I've changed up some things that I've been doing over quarantine because quarantine has been a wild reality check. It's just everything slowed down. I've started to I've started to realize some things that just that were negative in my life. Some things that I would listen to that were negative in my life. And I'm not even talking about like like shows. I'm talking about just just I don't know people. Things that I would read, like even even Twitter at times is wildly negative. So I bounce around, try to find some like new things to like to listen to. And you know what's you know what's wild to me? What's that? There is so I've gotten more into just just paying attention to like the YouTube world. And there was this one YouTuber that I used to just I could not listen to him. I couldn't listen to him to it's just a couple years ago. I could not listen to him talk. He was just too much, too broy. And I just I was not a fan of his at all. I've completely flipped the switch on this guy. And there are a lot of people who still, because they haven't paid attention to what he's been doing lately over the past year. Yeah. Logan Paul. Oh, God. You're Logan, dude, that, but that's the, that's, is, that's the reaction. I, I, I think he's changed. He used to be this guy that you did not want to listen to. He's got his podcast. I listen mm-hmm. to it every week now. He puts it out twice a week. It's it's great. It's a great podcast. It's a great dynamic there. And just I was just thinking about things that have just changed that over over quarantine and just the fact that I am just I'm dedicated to listening to the to a Logan Paul. It's called Impulsive. The Logan Paul show, his podcast is crazy. Mm-hmm. Has there been anything that you've done that's just been totally put on because of quarantine? Put on because of quarantine? Yeah, because like Ugh. the Logan Logan Paul's podcast is strictly because of quarantine. Because I was looking for new things to listen to, and I, yeah. dude, I'm telling you, I listen to this thing every single week, twice a week. Yeah, I have watched so much more TV, just in general. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I flipped through Netflix. I will tell you this. I, I was actually just saying this to Laura, my wife, last night. We were sitting there watching. I forget what it's called. I think it's called Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Decent show. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a huge show right now. Decent show. I'm sitting here going, we've we've watched so many of these like pop up one season shows that when quarantine's over and everything just comes back, I'm gonna have a laundry list of binge to seasons to, to go through up. because I've watched what All American I went through, uh, Sweet Magnolias were almost done. I watched like Ozark is still a thing, right? All of, I watch a bunch of network shows too that have all been like re up to the fall whenever that comes back. Um, all of Netflix I've gone through, right? So it's it's crazy. Um, oh, and uh, what's the other one? Outer Banks. Watch that. So like, Did you like that? I've gotten mixed on that. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I liked it. It's something I'll watch. I, I it hooked me toward. You got to get into it a little bit. First I don't watch episodes. it, but I I hate how people just refer to this dude as John B. Call him John. What's his name? What's his name? His name is John B. In the show. Yes. No. I know. I get that. Let's call him John. John. B. Why John B? It's John B. It's John B. All for John I don't like B. The guy. I don't even watch the show. I don't even like the guy. Show's pretty good. Honestly, you need a couple episodes. The first couple episodes, honestly, I saw this tweet. It's not original to me. It did feel like a Hollister commercial, like American Eagle. Like it just felt like that. But like as the, as a, as you got a couple episodes in, there was some more content to the show and, and some plot lines, which not bad. Not my top one, but like hey, you know what? I'm like I can't wait for All American to come back. But when's that gonna happen? Who fucking knows? You know you know what? Uh, me and my girlfriend are watching. What? Dead to me. Is that good? It's good. It's it's definitely good. But yeah, dude, quarantine's just been weird because like I said, I never in a million years thought I would be a fan of Logan Paul just cuz a couple years ago he was just douchey. 
which even he would admit he was douchey. But mm-hmm. this guy is putting out just quality, good, even positive content. Like if yeah. you if you need a podcast to check out, check out his. It's on YouTube and iTunes too. I would assume I watch it all on YouTube. But yeah, dude, quarantine has been it's been a wild ride, and we have officially entered the phases here in Massachusetts. And I'm just so ready to be done and just to get the hell out of quarantine because fuck it, I am so sick of being locked up. I am so tired of it. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, 158 in the books. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. Guys, we're going to be back next week with episode number 159. Follow us on everything on social media at Couch Guy Sports and the podcast as well, Couch Guy Podcast. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and subscribe on our YouTube channel as well, where the video version of the podcast goes up every single week. Usually it makes up first before the actual audio version, even though I tweet out, hey, 10 a.m. drop a lot. It's usually already up on YouTube. So check that out too. And guys, manscaped.com, get the weed whacker. Couch Guy 20 promo code, 20% off with free shipping. Our friends at Manscaped, guys, they're the best. Treat them right. Please, manscaped.com, code Couch Guy 20. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, episode number 158 in the books. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. Oh, wait, shit.